0: So come give me a hug give, give me a rock. Did you be happy I made it? I'm the by the ball, to the good. Like moved out the hood, now you trying to pull me back, guy. Hello, fellow Powderhounds, and welcome to the Powderhounds Podcast, the Ski Trivia Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Shaw. You can follow me at Powderhounds Skis. You can also email me at Trivia at gmail.com for comments, questions, or corrections. I hope your snow season is off to a good start. My start to the ski season got derailed thanks to December's Rainmageddon. There's just something about watching multiple videos of access roads and bridges getting washed away in Bethel, Jackson, and Londonderry that did not inspire skiing. To be fair, a week and a half in the tropics did not pad my early season ski day stats either. but. One cold December morning, my ski season kicked off at Wyndham Mountain Club in New York. Why Wyndham? Because I hadn't skied it, and as the club transitions into a semi-private model, it is expected to ditch the Icon Base Pass next season and likely Icon altogether down the road. Now, early season conditions left much to be desired, not just that the club, but likely across the northeast post not just one, but two freeze-thaw cycles already. So, I'm planning to swing back through the club again midwinter. That is, assuming El Nino and the Polar Jet Stream decide to work together. The music inspiration is 50 Cent, as all that emphasis on the club is a nod to Wyndham Mountain's new name, the Wyndham Mountain Club. Who will go by the club at least for the remainder of this episode introduction but who knows maybe the club moniker will catch on only time will tell until then i invite you to sit back kick your feet up relax and enjoy the experience of everything skiing and riding powder hounds you Sources for today's episode: Ice Coast Magazine, I Iloveyork.com, Lift Blog, New York Ski Blog, New York Times, New York Upstate.com, Peak Rankings, SkiBums.net, SkiMap.org, Snowpack.com, Sporticle, Storm Ski Journal. Mountain Country, Wyndham Mountain Club, Windham Mountain Homeowners Association. We begin with the history of Windham Mountain. It was formally named Cave Mountain, formerly South Mountain, and of course formally Windham Mountain. <laughs> as it's now known as the Wyndham Mountain Club. It all began back in 1959 with Mausey from Oklahoma came along and installed a 1,500-foot T-Bar, and the ski area opened for business officially in 1960. The mountain has a northeast exposure and is almost free from the ledge conditions that are characteristic of some of the Catskills. Particularly noteworthy is the protection from high winds the center trails receive. Now, Tom Sheridan, whose family vacationed in the area, saw the potential value of the nearly 700 acres of undeveloped land surrounding the ski facility. His father, an assistant district attorney in New York City, and a state senator, who saw his 11 kids playing golf, tennis, climbing mountains in the summer, and then sliding down the snow in winter, said profoundly, quote, God is making skiers every day, end quote, he told young Tom when winter sports began to boom in America. Dad went on, quote, But he isn't making any more mountains, he being God. Find yourself a mountain and buy it, end quote. So they bought it in the early 1960s and by the late 60s created the concept of a private ski club. Membership privileges gave the owners the right to purchase building lots for $10,000 among other benefits. At some point very early, a cabin chair fitted with, get this, fiberglass bubble was installed. It actually moved into windshield position automatically when the footrests were brought into place. <laughs> the 1970s economic downturn, gasoline crisis, warm weather, poorly engineered snowmaking, and clubhouse fire for an uninsured building led to the demise of the club. In 1981, Irv Taylor of Snowtime Inc., also owner of Roundtop and Liberty Mountains in Pennsylvania, bought the property and resurrected the mountain. As part of continuing development, Wyndham Mountain Owners Association was formed shortly thereafter and led 25 years of quote unquote, unparalleled growth. On December 27, 2005, a group of local investors known as Wyndham Mountain Partners, as well as homeowners from Wyndham, purchased the mountain from SnowTime. Fast forward to present day, skiing at Wyndham has been enhanced by the Adaptive Sports Foundation program It provides more than 1,500 people with disabilities with winter and summer sports instruction and has gained national and international recognition. In the last decade, over $30 million has been invested into operations, with probably nothing as grander as the high-speed six-passenger lift, the Westside Six, in 2018, and a strategic partnership with North Castle Partners was announced soon after. In October 2023, just two months ago, another chapter of Wyndham began, hold that thought. Let's do a quick mountain profile. Let's hear some stats. Year opened, 1960. Location, Wyndham, New York, part of the Catskill Mountains. Wyndham is 23 minutes from nearby Hunter Mountain and 48 minutes from Bel Air and about 50 minutes from nearby Platykill. Vertical drop, 1,600 feet. Summit elevation, 3,100 feet. Lifts 11, including five surface lifts. The six actual lifts are one high speed six pack, the West Side Six, three high speed quads, the East Peak Express, White Way Express, and the Wanderama Express. One triple, the Willpower, one double, Baker. Trail acreage 285 acres. Wyndham is the 148th largest ski area in America. Trails 54, 11% are expert, 15% advanced, 44% intermediate, and 30% beginner. Average annual snowfall, 105 inches. Snowmaking, 97%. Terrain parks, 6. Season, Wyndham has been opened at least 128 days over the last three seasons. Night skiing, yes, until 8 p.m. on Fridays, Saturdays, and select holidays. Prices, season pass, it is not available now to purchase, but started at $1,399 with the last published price of and that's up $100 and $300, respectively, from last year pricing. Fun fact from the Storm Ski Journal, Wyndham sells the nation's ninth most expensive season pass and the priciest east of the Mississippi by a large margin. The pass costs more than double those of its similarly sized Catskills neighbors. Lift tickets. Variable pricing. And there's a new rule on Saturdays if you are not a season pass holder or an icon pass holder. That new rule, during peak season, that would be January through March, perhaps some would say the season, skiers and snowboarders who wish to use the mountain on Saturdays must buy a two-day pass, which could cost up to $450. A single-day weekend lift ticket would have cost around $175 last year, and in fact, A Sunday day lift ticket in January or February currently is priced at $170. Now, weekday lift tickets range from $95 to $135 in January and February 2024. And if you're curious about outside peak season, on Saturday, March 16th, you can buy a day lift ticket at Wyndham for $160. Pass affiliations, the Icon Pass. Yes, you get five days on the base pass with blackout dates or seven days on the regular pass without blackout dates. And Icon Pass holders, reservations are required. Also of note, Wyndham is home to the Adaptive Sports Foundation, the largest adaptive snow sports program in the Northeast. The center provides coaching and educational opportunities for participants ages five and up, as well as equipment rentals snowmobiling is available just for kids at Wyndham, and finally, there's an outdoor ice rink, snow tubing with a conveyor lift, and cross-country and snowshoe center. In the episode introduction, I posed a rhetorical question, why Wyndham? The answer, a practical one, was that I had never skied it before. A little deeper, and hopefully of interest to listeners, is that the new majority owners are shifting to a semi-private model and in that process have said they will be moving away from the Icon Pass. First things first, no Icon Partner Mountain has left the pass since its inception six years ago. A handful of partner ski areas like Aspen, Jackson Hole, Taos and maybe a few more have jumped up to the higher tier pass products like Base Plus or Full Icon but none have actually left the pass entirely. If Wyndham does, that would be noteworthy. Second, and more broadly, is the semi-private model is being entertained by two other ski areas this year. Now, I'm not gonna go too deep on this topic. There are far more qualified people, like actual ski journalists, who are writing about these developments, as well as other thought leaders in the ski industry, and of course, locals, who are most affected by these decisions. That said, in addition to Wyndham, Homewood in California's North Lake is also considering the semi-private model. They pitched a move to semi-private last year and faced plenty of opposition in that process. This past November, leadership clarified their intentions. Quote, first and foremost, Homewood is and will continue to be reserved for all to enjoy. So. We are not closing our doors to pass holders or daily ticket buyers, and we will be open for all, including our local community, end quote. That was Harry Hirsch. Though, as Snowbrains wrote in the same article, Homewood does still plan to offer some exclusive club memberships. It is unclear at this time if the memberships would be only for local homeowners or anyone. It might look similar to what Wyndham Mountain Club has done in New York, which is still open to the public, but members gain access to exclusive year-round benefits such as gym, spa, and golf. At Homewood, this could also include summer hiking and mountain biking. Also transitioning to a semi-private model, (laughs) PowMow. Yes, Powder Mountain in Utah, one of the largest ski areas in the United States, is moving to that hybrid public-private model for the 2024 to 2025 winter season. Quote, in order to pay our bills, we need to sell more real estate. And to do that, we are introducing private homeowner only skiing a year from now. And that was Reed Hastings, who said that or wrote that in a press release. Hastings is also co-founder of Netflix, if that name sounded familiar. He went on to say, quote, we will be designating the Village and Mary's Lifts." which serve beginner and intermediate terrain, plus a new lift on Raintree for this private skiing starting a year from now." End quote. Now Pow Mau is on the Indy Pass, already caps reservations each day, so it's hard to see it staying on Indy during this transition. On the surface, these three ski areas don't seem to have much in common. All three are located in different states. Their skiable acres and average annual snowfall range considerably from Powmow's over 8,000 skiable acres and over 500 inches of annual snowfall to Wyndham's 285 skiable acres and 105 inches of average annual snowfall. Homewood is a little bit in between. 1260 skiable acres and around 450 inches of annual average annual snowfall. Their ski affiliations are different. Icon or Wyndham is on Icon, Pallmau is on Indy, and Homewood is literally independent. Perhaps the only obvious thing that they have in common is all have chairlifts <laughs> and names that begin with the letter W. Hold that thought. Indeed, as Ski wrote a couple weeks ago, these ski areas are doing this because they can't sustain their operations on the sale of lift tickets alone. Now it's too early and it's too few ski areas to even call it a trend. But the experiment is worth watching to see how it impacts access, affiliations, and of course, prices. Next up, about Wyndham before October, 2023. Right now, I'm gonna share some insider's takes on Wyndham in recent years, before October, 2023. So you get a sense of what Wyndham is like right now followed by a sneak peek of what has been written since the October 2023 rebrand and redevelopment announcement to get a sense of where Wyndham is headed. Here we go. From New York Ski Blog, perhaps the authority on skiing New York. The resort's skiable terrain is divided between two mountain peaks, which on any given day can see two very different skiing conditions. The West Peak reaches an elevation of 3,050 feet and is the easiest to access, serviced from base to peak by a high-speed six-pack. The double black diamonds on this main peak are typical for the Catskills, steep until halfway down with a long blue runout. This peak also features night skiing. Now the east peak, a tad higher in elevation, features several black diamond runs, though not as steeply pitched as other black diamonds in the Catskill region and they provide a fairly consistent pitch for their majority and provide great runs whether groomed or left bumped. This side of the mountain also opens later. It is only accessible from mid-mountain and tends to catch and hold a few inches more after a good snowfall. With only two trails running from the west peak over to the quad on the east, crowds tend to stay thinner on this side of the mountain. Windham also provides one beginner trail from the top of this highest peak a feature seen less frequently in the Catskills. Wyndham provides an excellent variety for the intermediate and advanced intermediate skiers. Blue trails are groomed nightly, except for the occasional left natural after a good storm. Their black diamonds provide great variety. Some are left largely ungroomed and bumped season long, while others are groomed nightly. The trail map is well thought out and designed for those looking to increase their trail difficulty. Wyndham Mountain does a great job capping off the alpine lifestyle they promote with a fire pit at the base that's always lit, countless Adirondack chairs spread out across the patio, and an outdoor barbecue and full-service bar. The base lodge adequately houses a weekend crowd and offers cafeteria-style dining, along with two cafes, a bar, a grill, and even an upstairs sushi lounge. In April 2023, the Mountain secured new investment from Kemmins Wilson Hospitality Partners, who are now majority owners of Wyndham, new ownership stated intention is to provide capital for a multi-year development and renovation plan at the resort, investing in hospitality and amenities to solidify Wyndham's position as a year-round family destination. Now the Storm Ski Journal offers a deeper dive. Two dozen New York ski areas are places you have to look for to find. And then there's Wyndham, New York's gilded outlier like Sun Valley in its lost Idaho of unheralded local bumps, a palatial base lodge, valley parking, three high-speed lifts funneling skiers out of the base, a fourth up the mountain, towering condos, platoons of groomers combing the slopes, members-only clubs cozied slopeside. is the only ski area in New York State on the Icon Pass. Peak day, walk-up lift tickets run as high as $175. Two and a half hours north of New York City, Wyndham delivers the closest passable version of amenity-defined resort skiing to the metro area's 20 million people. With $175 lift tickets and high-end real estate, Wyndham is positioning themselves as a southern version of Altera's high-end Stratton Mountain or Vail Resort's Okemo, both in Vermont. That means grooming almost every run, almost every night. That means more and nicer places to stay on the mountain, that means food that doesn't taste as though it was just pulled out of a movie theater dumpster and that means aligning with the icon pass so that your high-income skiers can float through big sky or winter park later in the winter Wyndham wants to be viewed as premium and it's done everything it can to paint that perception all over the mountain 1600 vertical feet of varied and fun terrain but the mountain is one of the smallest on the icon pass the runs off the main summit flatten out quickly, making for long runouts back to the lifts. The limited glade network doesn't compare to the endless trees at Stratton. The pinched base area doesn't allow skiers to spread out as they can at Mount Snow or Killington or Okemo. The truncated expert runs can't compete with the long fall lines at Sugarbush or Stowe. If Wyndham is trying to compete with the Vermont Bombers, it needs more mountain. In 2022, Wyndham acquired 450 acres that could substantially enhance the skier experience. Pitched on the east side of the resort, lookers left on the trail map, the new acreage could provide more than double the size of the skiable terrain, with steadier fall lines leading to a second base area. Wyndham contracted SC Group to develop a master plan for the new acreage. That expansion is not happening anytime soon. But, The second base area would open the possibility of something desperately rare in New York State, on-site lodging. New York is the Washington state of the Northeast, with most ski areas, even the large ones, simply being ski areas with nowhere to stay overnight on-site. Wyndham skier visits ticked up around 5% last year compared to the year prior. And finally, SkiBums.net, the skinny Wyndham is the the in-the-know alternative to Hunter in the Catskills region. It is two decent mountains side-by-side, each with a different feel. The East Peak has three deceptively long and steep trails, Black Diamonds, and one very long and pleasant Novice Trail. Two of these trails, Wicked and Wingin' It, will test any hotshots metal. Wyndham moves people up the mountain nicely. Even when crowded, you can find a short lift line if you move around. Wanderers will generally be satisfied they can move from lift to lift, ski in remote woods, or next to slopeside condos. Hot shots will have plenty to keep busy, with, and novices can delight in wanderer and wraparound trails. Incidentally, during good snow years, telemark skiers find plenty of hidden trails, shoots, and off-piece stuff. We'll rank Wyndham number four in New York State, although a case could be made to put it third ahead of Hunter. The choice is yours. If you're a Wyndham fan, we'll gladly call it number three. But don't let the folks at Bel Air or Platyc hear you say that. Maybe I should do away with this ranking thing. They're all great ski areas. Finally, just in terms of rankings, Wyndham is consistently ranked number three in New York State, only behind Gore and Whiteface, two of the three Olympic Regional Development Authority ski areas owned by the state of New York. And of course, we just heard Hunter and Wyndham a bit interchangeable. But for this purpose, Snowpack has Wyndham number three out of their top eight, and Planet Wire has Wyndham number three out of their top 11. Moving on to Wyndham after October 2023, aka the club. In October 2023, Wyndham Mountain would now be known as the Wyndham Mountain Club. The resort promised skiers, quote, a rare time in rarefied air, end quote. The club's restaurants would receive a, quote, gastronomic glow-up, end quote. Both descriptions have since been removed from published materials. Memberships to access the new amenities would come at a steep price, $175,000 for those who joined right away, and $200,000 for those who waited until March. If current members, some of whom paid as little as $25,000 for their spots, did not opt in, their memberships would be terminated on May 1st. Now, to put that in some kind of context, the new Wasatch Peak Ranch Ski Area in Morgan County, Utah, and that's a 100% private ski area, complete with 750 home developments, has a $500,000 membership fee. Now, that project does include a profound transformation of a former ranch into a luxury community featuring new golf course, 3,000-acre, five-lift ski area, a mountain village, and 70 miles of trails for the exclusive use of homeowners. The Hermitage Club at Haystack in Vermont has about 400 families pay a $100,000 initiation fee plus about $18,000 in annual dues. But that's also members only, not semi-private. But fee-wise, Wyndham is in the middle-ish. Current Wyndham Mountain Club membership stands at approximately 125 families The club hopes to max out at around 450 members during this transition. Now the new owner's initial investment has apparently exceeded $70 million. The ownership group is led by Sandy Beal, the founder of restaurant chain Ruby Tuesday, and Webb Wilson, an heir to the Holiday Inn fortune. In September, Wyndham residents circulated a change.org petition calling on town leaders to block the mountain's transformation into a semi-private club Its authors hope to prevent the town from becoming, quote, an enclave for just a few wealthy downstate families, end quote. As the ski season approached, that plan began to take shape. A popular mountain bike park, shuttered in October, will not reopen. The mountains golf course will be renovated, but become members only. And a $10 million dining overhaul includes an Italian restaurant, Sinson, that charges $30 for spaghetti and meatballs. Season passes and lift tickets will remain available for purchase under the new plan, but the goal, according to a membership document, is to limit public access in order to ensure member priority. Now, the Storm Ski Journal wrote a few months back, Wyndham has been limiting lift ticket sales and requiring Icon Pass reservations for several seasons. The Mountain will lower these limits by an additional 10 to 15% from what they've been doing this coming season. Quote, we hope to achieve minimal lift lines and a better on the snow experience with less people skiing it so the conditions stay better longer, says Chip Siemens. And of course, Wyndham is probably exiting the Icon Base Pass prior to the 2024-2025 ski season and possibly eventually the Icon Pass altogether. Quote, we've already been talking to Icon about leaving the Icon Base Pass. Said Simmons, both parties have agreed that it's the right thing to do, but that decision isn't finally made until probably March of next year. Long term, Siemens speculated that Wyndham may lead the Icon Pass altogether. The short answer is no, he said when asked if the Mountain Plan to stick with Icon indefinitely. We don't know how long that will be, and the Icon Pass has been a great partner for us and done exactly what we hoped it would do, which was introduce new people to Wyndham who had not been here before but and from the greater New York metro area. And we've always been thrilled to have them. In the future, it may not fit with our plans." End quote. My hot takes from a day at Wyndham this season. If you have an Icon Base Pass and have not yet skied Wyndham, this season may be your last opportunity to do it, at least without having to pay much more. It's got solid vertical, plenty of acreage, new lifts and plush amenities. I dare you to find a chairlift seat more comfortable than the one on White Way Quad. While not open while I was there, Umbrella Bar, with room for 125 guests, is the centerpiece of a re-energized patio. It resembles Killington's Roaring Brook Umbrella Bar next to Superstar. Uh, It features a collection of eight craft beers on tap, a full bar, and is conveniently located near the patio barbecue for food pairings, Now, steps away, a second new building houses a unique ski simulator that apparently offers guests the chance to ski downhill race venues from around the world virtually while supporting the Adaptive Sports Foundation. Next time I swing through, I'm going to check that out. Also, the Wheelhouse Lodge, the Mid Mountain Lodge, is a bit of a tale of two cities. The transition can be seen perhaps most vividly there. On the top floor, you'll find Sinson, where, quote, alpine ambiance meets elevated Italian elegance featuring scenic views of the surrounding Catskill Mountains." When I popped my head in, the bartender's uniform included a necktie. Yet on the bottom floor, mere steps below, you will find a tired, smelly mess of a seating area, a very stark contrast to the fresh air above. Notice I didn't say rarefied air. But all worlds eventually collide in the shared bathrooms, which, at least in the men's room, only one out of four hands-free sink sensors actually produced running water. I'm sure that renovation is next. (laughs) While downtown Wyndham isn't exactly walkable to the ski area, the one minute drive from the main parking lot onto Church Street to the local business district is pretty darn close. Whatever development happens in the skier's next chapter, I'd hope the proximity to downtown Wyndham is somehow tapped into. Moving on to our trivia questions. Now we have eight questions for the eight trails that were open on my December visit. (laughs) Uh, No, that's not fair. It was more like 20 trails. As always, I will read through the questions once then go back through and reveal each answer. Question number one, of the four big Catskill ski areas, which has both the largest vertical drop and most skiable acres? Is it A, Bel Air, B, Hunter, C, Plattekill, or D, Wyndham? Question number two, order those four Catskill ski areas by most skiable acres. Question number three, What two ski resorts were featured along with Wyndham in the December 2023-January 2024 issue of Town & Country magazine? A. Alta and Snowbird B. Palisades Tahoe and Heavenly C. Okemo and Stratton Or D. Sun Valley and Vail Question number four. What is the nickname for Lower Wipeout? A. Dilly Dally Alley B. Real Estate Trail C. Sheridan's Folly, or D. Tom's Turf. Question number five. According to SkiBums.net, what is the signature trail at Wyndham? A. Eddle, B. Whoopsie-doo, C. Wicked, or D. Winging It? Question number six. A memorial stone is located at the top of the West Side Six. Who is the memorial honoring? A. Resort Founders, B. Ski Patrollers, C. Town Founders, or D. Veterans. Question number seven. What's the former name of the Blue Black Trail World Cup? Is it A. French Fry, B. Pizza, C. Wedgie, or D. Wipeout? And Question number eight. The letter W has a strong presence at the ski area. How many trails have a word that begins with the letter W in it? A, 24, B, 34, C, 44, or D, 54? Pencils down, students. Your answers are next. Question number one of the four big Catskill ski areas which has both the largest vertical drop and most skiable acres. A, Bel Air. B. Hunter, C. Platakill, or D. Wyndham? The answer? Yeah, it's D. It's it's Wyndham. Yeah, 1,600 vertical feet. Actually, Hunter also has that same vertical drop, but Wyndham has the edge. <laughs> ski pun intended. With 285 acres versus 240 skiable acres at Hunter. Question number two. Order those four Catskill Ski Areas by Most Skiable Acres. And of course, Wyndham is number one with 285 acres. Number two, I probably just gave that away actually. Yeah, number two is Hunter with 240 acres. (laughs) So really, what are the other two? That's what this question is about. That would be Bel Air with 171 acres and Platykill with 112 acres. I should also use this opportunity to note there are other ski areas in the Catskills, such as Holiday Mountain, Villa Roma, but those and others have less vertical and acreage, so not a great comparison for this question. Question number three What two ski resorts were featured along with Wyndham in the December 2023, January 2024 issue of Town and Country magazine? A Alta and Snowbird, B Palisades, Tahoe, and Heavenly. C, Okemo and Stratton, or D, Sun Valley and Vale? The answer D, Sun Valley and Vale. Apparently, Aspen East is a bit of an inside joke for the Wyndham faithful. Again, once you take a seat on that $5 million white way high speed quad with a length of only about 390 vertical feet of rise, you'll understand Aspen East. Question number four, what is the nickname for a lower wipeout? A, Dilly Dally Alley, B, Real Estate Trail, C, Sheridan's Folly, or D, Tom's Turf? The answer, it's B, Real Estate Trail. And if you look at the trail map, there are lots of pricey trail side homes parallel to wipeout. Question number five, according to skibums.net, what is the signature trail at Wyndham? Is it A, Eedle, B, whoopsie-doo, C, wicked, or D, winging it? The answer, it's A, it's Eedle. Now, this is interesting. Apparently, it's pronounced Edel, though it is spelled Weedle. Again, with that W leading off. And apparently, it's the only W trail that doesn't start with a W sound other than Wrangler. Uh, yeah, best uh, known double black diamond on the hill skiers left it has been described as steepest pitches and impossibly steep good old edel now whoopsie Doo was the original trail from the top of d lift now it's named whiteway trail uh, named after the lift that rises above it question number six you having fun yet <laughs> i sure am question number six a memorial stone is located at the top of the west side six Who is the memorial honoring? Is it A, resort founders, B, ski patrollers, C, town founders, or D, veterans? The answer, it's B, ski patrollers. Uh, Yes, the memorial stone has two inscriptions on the top, quote, up first, out all day, last down, end quote. And then on the bottom of the stone, it says, may the dedication of these patrollers guide all those who follow. Uh, similarly, Wyndham renamed the Wheeler Double Chairlift to Baker Lift to commemorate the life of Ronald Baker, a full-time ski patroller who passed away recently. Question number seven. What's the former name of the Blue Black Trail World Cup? Is it A. French Fry, B. Pizza, C. Wedgie, or D. Wipeout? The answer? It's C. It's Wedgie. On the 2007 trail map, the trail, a blue square only, is named wedgie. Yet, a few years later, on the 2011 trail map, the trail is World Cup, also blue square. Yet, on modern trail maps, the trail is a blue-black. Question number eight. The letter W has a strong presence at the ski area. How many trails have a word that begins with the letter W in it? A, 24, B, 34, C, 44, or D, 54? The answer, it's D, it's 54. All of them. Now I couldn't believe it either. I suppose you could make an argument that Jib Park and Mini Park don't have a W word in their names, but is a park a trail? We'll debate that question on the next episode. Looks like it's four o'clock. Time to catch the last chair. Thank you for listening. Have a question, comment, or correction? Email me at powderhoundskitrivia at gmail.com. You can also follow me at Skis. Better yet, subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast Manager, Verbal, Spotify, and Stitcher. Just type "Powderhounds Podcast." Until next time, see you on the slopes, Powderhounds. Go, 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 shout. It's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. We gon' sipati like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give up. Cause that's your birthday. You find me in the club. Bottle full of bug, Mama, I got what you need. If you need to fill a buzz, I'm gonna have it sex. I ain't gonna make it love. So come give me a hug. Yeah.